to Memphis now where Tyree Nichols' humanity and life has been remembered at his funeral. Tyree was a beautiful person. And for this to happen to him, it's just unimaginable. I promise you the only thing that's keeping me going is the fact that I really truly believe my son was sitting here on an assignment from God. That's Tyree's mother, Rovaughn Wells, speaking during the service. The young black man was fatally beaten by five black police officers. His death has renewed calls for laws that target racial bias and police brutality. Speaking at the funeral, US Vice President Kamala Harris called on Congress to act. This violent act was not in pursuit of public safety. We demand that Congress pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Joe Biden will sign it. And we should not delay and we will not be denied. It is non-negotiable. That's US Vice President Kamala Harris. Also in attendance was Memphis Councilman Matavius D. Jones, and he joined me a short time ago. Hi, thank you for having me. Tell us about the funeral. How was Tyree Nichols remembered? Well, I think Tyree Nichols was remembered as a as a free spirit, someone who really saw the world through a creative lens. He was a photographer. He enjoyed skateboarding. But if I had, those two things really were were his passions. And so you could you could hear his, um, I guess, the photo montage that they had of him, had his photography, had him skateboarding. So really, and then the comments by his siblings as well as his parents, particularly his siblings, though, just talked about the free-spirited man that he was. What about outside on the streets of Memphis? How are residents feeling? I'll, I will have a better read next Tuesday. Next Tuesday is when we're going to have our next city council meeting. And our city council meetings, of course, are open to the public. And unlike anything else, it's an opportunity for the public to come out and really express what's on their mind. So the city council meeting is one where people really have an opportunity to come out and express what's on their mind. So I'll have a better pulse then because people show up they sign up to speak, and they just have an opportunity to express themselves. Vice President Kamala Harris spoke at the funeral. She said it was now a a non-negotiable that Congress must pass the George Floyd Policing Act. What does that bill involve? Part of that bill involves what we call qualified immunity. What qualified immunity is, it gives law enforcement officials Uh, some cover, if you will, if they are involved in incidents where there may be a a fatality involved or may not necessarily have to be a fatality, but let's just say we have a situation where someone is assaulted by a police officer. Well, if they're acting under the color of law, if you would, they're sort of shielded from some type of liability. So you've had many instances where Uh, You may have had officers in unpleasant situations, but because of that qualified immunity, they have not been held responsible for their actions. So one of the things that that bill would seek to do is to remove 
that shield of protection, if you would, for officers who are involved in illegal activities. That's really been a hindrance to prosecution of officers, really, when you have, in this particular case, what seems like irrefutable evidence of something that's illegal taking place. If I would say anything under qualified immunity, that would be, in my opinion, the main provision that folks would want to see removed. If that's removed and you have responsible, you have officers who would be responsible for their actions, I think that you would have uh, officers who would second-guess some of their behavior. That legislation that you so well described for us, thank you, has been stalled in Congress where it can't get enough Republican votes to pass. Does this latest tragic incident change that dynamic? To be honest with you, I would be surprised if it does. You know, my, my disappointment in some of our legislators is that unless it's happening to them, unless it's directly affecting them, then there doesn't seem to be much concern about changing things versus having people with a semblance of empathy. It doesn't have to happen to you to see things from a perspective of some of someone else. I don't have enough confidence that Republicans in particular will break ranks and do what's right. So with that being the case, I just think that it I just think that it will fail. Tyree Nichols' death has added to growing calls for police reform more broadly, but but significant change we know rarely happens. Obviously, we just talked about the, the Congress dimensions, but at a more local level, is there evidence that there's going to be more fundamental shifts? I think that there is broad support on the local level to do something. However, uh, the local government answers to the state government. And so we very well could have initiatives that we approve on the local level that will then be usurped by something at the state level. Not necessarily dealing with law enforcement, but we've had other issues that we've tried to address locally, only to have things changed at the state level. So that's not going to stop us from doing so. I would just be hopeful that there would be enough Republicans with empathy to support whatever uh, changes that we seek to do on a local level. We can hear from our community, we can hear from those that we serve and have a better idea of what it is that they want versus people statewide who may not have any ties to Memphis whatsoever dictating their will on the people of Memphis. How are relations between police and residents at the moment in the wake of this? This incident definitely sets us back. I think that it's going to take some time to rebuild that. What it's going to take in order to rebuild that is going to be conversations. It's going to have to be dialogue between the police officers and the community. So I think that representatives from the police department are going to have to be upfront. They're going to have to be visible. Uh, and they're going to have to communicate with our constituents. And, and they have to demonstrate the things that they're doing to try to rebuild that trust. I'm hopeful that that can take place. But without that, I don't see there being any progress forward. We're going to have to have that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's Memphis Councilman Martavius D. Jones. And you're listening to RN Breakfast. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. 
Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.